Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Young Satire Podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Claire Corwin, and today it's just me chatting with you all. So exciting, right? I know, I know, I thought so. So since it has been a good while since my last update on here, I am here to share that everything is going great. So I'm going to just share today some thoughts, and later on into the episode, We'll get into some other fun stuff, but I'm going to keep that a secret, so stay tuned. So, recently I realized the value of a sunny day. Just, you know, a day where it's sunny. Nothing special. But since it's been very cold here, or actually, it's not even that cold in Connecticut, relatively cold here for the past few months, I am now anxiously awaiting for the start of spring, which is actually in four days, the 21st, today's the 17th. But um, last week, we had a few gorgeous days. It was high 50s, sunny. It was great. And it was incredible, actually. You know, I wouldn't even just say it was great. I'd say it's incredible. And it is also 100% safe to say that the nicer the weather, the happier I am. It's just, that's how it works for me. I love good weather, but who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, But also, speaking of the 17th, today is St. Patrick's Day. Now, I understand that by the time this episode comes out, um, it's a fair amount of days after St. Patrick's Day. Um, If you listen to this on the day this episode comes out, it'll be two days after the fact, and there's a good chance it's a while after the fact, but I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, as one might be be able to tell when they meet me, definitely not Irish, or, you know, I, I guess I'm lying, because I think that there might be some minuscule percentage of myself that's Irish, maybe like 0.25%. Tiny, tiny, tiny. But you know, today's a fun day to laugh when your parents who are not Irish attempt to make corned beef and cabbage, which is actually not my parents, <laughs> which is kind of ironic. Um, but you know, enough of my banter. Let's get into the tofu of the episode. Notice how I did not say meat of the episode. I'm saying tofu because I don't like eating meat. Okay. <laughs> so since I'm a member of Gen Z, I figured what's better to do than address the recent debate between Gen Z and millennials. So, you know, to begin, here is a BuzzFeed curated list, BuzzFeed, of course, with everything Gen Z does not like that millennials do. And before I get into this, I'm going to know that I will not be sharing my thoughts until the next section of this discussion. So hold on tight. This article will be Claire opinion for free of Claire's opinions. There we go. Okay. So posted on February 4th, 2021, 18 things millennials do that are no longer cool anymore, according to Gen Z. So here we go. And I'm just going to read it exactly how they say it so number and it's in the perspective of a millennial so i'm gonna be using r and stuff so just disclaimer okay number one wearing r hair in a side part number two wearing skinny jeans number three using the laugh cry emoji you know the one that's smiling and crying number four showing off our hogwarts houses number five is using the word adulting Number six is taking selfies from above. So basically, you know, a normal selfie would be 
face length, but millennials put it up a bit higher, um, looking down onto you, basically. Number seven is having the audacity, quote unquote, audacity, to look at the screen when we take a selfie. I know I said I wouldn't put in my thoughts here, but I do not know what they mean by this one. Number eight is using the word selfie. <laughs> Number nine is saying doggo. Number 10 is liking coffee. Number 11 is liking pizza. Number 12 is not liking pineapples on pizza. Number 13, number 13 is liking bacon. Um, <laughs> I, that one's funny. That one's really funny. Number 14 is saying, I did a thing. Um, number 15 is proclaiming your hashtag girl boss. I, I really have to interfere here. I think being a girl boss, you know, that's been one of my favorite things lately. I like the word girl boss a lot. I think that it shouldn't be. Why are, why is Gen Z mad that people are girl bosses? Seriously, it's so fun and amazing to just call everybody girl bosses or call things girl bosses, call actions girl bosses. Girl boss is a very multifunctional word, I feel. So you can use it to describe your shirt. You can use it to describe the math worksheet your teacher gave you. And you can also use it to describe yourself. I love it. So, you know, moving on from that, I'm sorry, I just had to interfere there. I promise, but I broke my promise. So number 16 is being obsessed with wine and also the color rose gold. The color rose gold one is good. Number 17 is taking BuzzFeed quizzes a little too seriously. Um, and then at the end, it goes, me, a millennial with a side part, gathering intel in order to create this post. And under it's a gift that's like from Freaky Friday when the daughter becomes the mom. I, that's funny. Okay, but I the last one, because I feel like they don't address this in the other article, taking BuzzFeed quizzes a little too seriously. That's me. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a millennial at heart. I hate to say it. Okay, but not so fast, Gen Z. Millennials clap back. Whoa. With another BuzzFeed article, except I'm going to read these tweets verbatim and share my thoughts along the way. So um, share my thoughts. I hope you all heard that. So I'm just gonna read the article through. The This article was posted on February 23rd, 2021. And it says, millennials are roasting the crap out of Gen Z, pardon my French. And it's an absolute pleasure to see. So, okay. Now getting into the article. So I'm sure you've all heard about how Gen Z suddenly decided millennials are no longer cool. Apparently our skinny jeans, side parts, and constant use of the laugh cry emoji are so yesterday, which I saying so yesterday is so millennialish. Okay, <laughs> continue. We're not giving into this foolishness. Millennials around the world are putting Gen Z in their place and reminding them what's really cool. So we've rounded up all the best tweets for your millennial pleasure. So, <laughs> number one, not Gen Z making fun of millennials on apps created by millennials. Number two, 
me when Gen Z tries to tell me which emojis you can or can't use. And it has this line that says, do not cite the deep magic to me, which I was there when it was written. Oh, <laughs> okay. So basically what that's saying is like, you weren't there when emojis were created. I was, so I deserve to know what's cool. And, you know, I'm just going to leave that one alone. That, um, for, okay, so the funny thing is a lot of those emojis that um, millennials use have now become sarcastic. I find that that laugh cry emoji that everyone hates, it's now kind of sarcastic. And instead, people now use, which is also sarcastic. Basically, emojis are sarcastic. I love using emojis because, first of all, I use emojis in a non-sarcastic way, which is kind of embarrassing for me to admit, but um, sometimes I do that. But I also like to use them in a sarcastic way to pick random emojis, because there's so many, and to just use them in a sarcastic way. But especially that laugh-cry one, yeah, that one's kind of outdated. I used to always use that, so it's kind of embarrassing. Okay, continue. Reading a lot about how Gen Z hates millennials for our dumb side parts, as if middle parts were not a key part of our proud millennial heritage. And below that is two boys that look like they're from Disney Channel. I have no idea who they are because I'm not a millennial. And they have middle parts in their hair. Looks interesting. Okay, next one is, Gen Z thinks they're so much smarter than their parents for not falling for Facebook conspiracy theories, only to end up falling for TikTok conspiracy theories instead. So I really can't argue with that one. Um, I can't argue. No. That, that's true. People fall for TikTok conspiracy theories on the daily. On the hour, really. It's an hourly event for some people. Personally... I try not to, even though recently I've seen some about the royal family where I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. But, you know, in general, I don't do, I don't follow these crazy ones that I'm sure are somewhere on TikTok and they're also on Facebook. So, continue. Next is all these youths, first of all, who's single, like all these youths trying to cancel skinny jeans, clearly never experienced this trauma. And it's, kind of like wide leg jeans when they touch the floor and they get dirt on them and that just looks really disgusting okay number six back to the emojis gen z doesn't use the laugh cry emoji because their friends aren't bleeping funny now the next one is number seven you can take my skinny jeans from my cold dead millennial legs nothing really to to Nothing to say about that one. Number eight, I have zero recollection of millennials ever telling Gen X what to wear. Like, I don't know the first thing about Gen X. Why is Gen Z so obsessed with millennials? And below that is the Mean Girls gif. Why are you so obsessed with me? Um, that was, <laughs> never mind. Okay, um, you know, and first of all, I don't even, Gen X, is that even a thing? Not really. It's not really a thing. That's all I gotta say. It and Gen Z isn't obsessed with millennials. It's just millennials are kind of outdated now. Okay, next next up. You know who wore middle parts? My parents' generation. Ditto mom jeans. In your effort to look cool, you are emulating boomers. 
Let that sink in. Okay, isn't fashion from that time period popular now? Isn't that, you know, history repeats itself, so does fashion history. Next up, Gen Z will be like, something so traumatic happened to me yesterday, and it's like they were in traffic. Okay, actually, that was really funny. People use the word traumatic or trauma very liberally, meaning freely in this case. Like, they just use it very often and not in the right circumstance. Okay, number 11 is just respond in cursive writing, confuse the kids. Actually, I do know cursive handwriting, and not only can I write it, but I can also read it. So take that. Moving on. As a millennial, I don't post videos on TikTok because being bullied by Gen Z is already a part of my job description. I'm not sure where this person works. She might work at BuzzFeed. Let me see if I can find this out. Probably very easily. I have no idea where this person works, but I'm guessing she works at BuzzFeed or some other place like that because in that case, they're probably going to be bullied by Gen Z. Okay, number 13. If Gen Z hates millennials now, just wait until they try to get promoted to our jobs. But we're too broke to retire. Okay. Number 14. I've seen the TikToks, though, and there's a heartbreak emoji. These Gen Zs have one thing, and that is the audacity. Um, <laughs> I hate audacity. I hate when people use that on TikTok and say it on any social media. I don't think that's, I hate it. There's, there's some words that people use on TikTok and stuff that just make absolutely no sense. Audacity, like people use that word very liberally too. And so people also use the word immaculate so much for no reason at all. Immaculate, first of all, immaculate, sorry, I just like kind of dropped my phone. Immaculate is something that's like no words to describe that is immaculate but people have turned it into something that's like that's great that's immaculate no it's not immaculate no your new rug is not immaculate this outfit is not immaculate i just no i i really i do not take part in that at all okay next up number 15 in parentheses, parts hair in the middle, boomers, you look like a lost child. Parts hair on the side, Gen Z, you look like a lost adult. My millennial, bleep. I don't even know what that is. That one makes no sense. Why is it on here? It has this gif, which makes absolutely no sense. Okay, moving on. Next up. Why does Gen TikTok Gen Z hate side parts? My hair grows this way. I'm not destroying my hair with overheating it on a daily basis just because some 19-year-olds on a video app said side parts make you look old. Now, I actually, I'm not going to lie about the side part stuff. I have bangs, so it's kind of not the same. Or, like, I'm growing out my bangs, so it's kind of, you know. It's I don't think I've had a middle part ever just because bangs don't really allow that. It looks really bad if you have a middle part with bangs. Really, 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 really bad. Okay. That's unrelated, but figured I need to say that. Okay. Um, number 17. There's no way 
I'm giving up my skinny jeans for whatever you want to call these. And they're showing very baggy jeans. I guess you're right. Me too. <laughs> I think I'm sorry to this is starting to make me think that I'm more of a millennial than I think I am. Even though I'm like at least 12 years below the millennial cutoff. I think 12 years below the millennial cutoff, I want to say. I am very much. I think there's some parts of me that are millennial. So I'm definitely a Gen Z. I love being a Gen Z. Generation Z. But, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah. I, I do agree with these. Also because they're just kind of, I don't know. All right, next up. Today I learned that parting my hair to the side bugs my Gen Z students. So naturally I'm switching to a deep side parts are next week. So I deep side parts are a no-no. Moving on. Gen Z wants to be famous, but not good at anything. That's appropriating celebrity millennial culture. Baby, we've been doing that. Moving on. Nothing to say about that one. Millennials find out Gen Z thinks the laugh cry emoji is cringe. And then there's some Simpsons memes. Okay, next up. Gen Zers parting the hair in the middle is a cry for help. We must absolutely, we absolutely must repair the world for them. Okay. It's a point. Well, first of all, this is a um, this is a BuzzFeed article, so they're going to be biased towards the millennial. Oh, okay. There's only a few more tweets. Thank goodness. I was about to say, how many more millennial tweets can there be? I'm. This is getting to be too much. Okay. Next up, Gen Z is days away from discovering zigzag middle parts. I'm guessing that's when you aren't when you don't have a solidified middle part and it just looks kind of zigzaggy. Next up. This is an appropriate moment to launch war against Gen Z. The laugh cry emoji is a perfect emoji for laughter, and just because they say it's uncool doesn't mean we should accept it. What is, and then the skull emoji. Anyway, I will die on this hill. Nobody uses a skull emoji. Gen Z, me, an ancient millennial. Oh, Gen Z says, I feel bad for you. Me, an ancient millennial. I don't think about you at all. Haha. Okay, number 25. All the discourse about what Gen Z thinks is uncool about millennials kind of makes me want to be like aggressively millennial, just to mess with them a little. The tightest skinny jeans I can fit, an extreme side part, rose gold jewelry, and a millennial pink shirt that says adulting. That would actually be so funny. <laughs> Halloween for next year. Um, 26. How is Gen Z aggressive yet hypersensitive at the same time? Good point. You know... Gen Z is very sensitive to everything. I'm not going to lie. Gen Z, you know, there's some things where it's just like, okay, okay. Like some TikToks, people just love to, people just love to fight on social media. So they'll find any opportunity they can, they'll fight. So, you know, I... I don't really have much to say. That's, I agree sometimes. I do actually, fully. Okay, this one's true and I hate this. Millennials hanging out versus Gen Z hanging out. And under the millennials, it's people talking. Under the Gen Z, it's people on their phones. It's true and that's really sad. Okay, number 28 kind of connects back to the one I was talking about earlier with the stained bottom of the jeans. 
All of the early 2000s, I had perpetually wet ankles. Over my dead body at recanceling skinny jeans, we have worked so hard to normalize them. Next, Gen Z are mostly sassy and rude until it's time to ask millennials for money or permission for a night out. Um, millennials are not our parents, so that doesn't make any sense. And the last one! Okay, number 30. I might have a sideboard in skinny jeans, but I can buy wine. That sounds aggressively millennial. So, that's that on the debate about millennials and Gen Z. I hope that whatever generation you're in and you're listening to this podcast, that you appreciate how I side with both sides of the story. I'm not biased to Gen Z just because I'm Gen Z. Well, I guess I am. But I'd love to hear the millennial side. And after reading all that, I can't say that I disagree with millennials. And I can't say that, actually, I can sometimes say I disagree with Gen Z. But we'll get into that another day. So next in our agenda, we have a Grammys recap. The 63rd annual Grammy Awards took place this past Sunday. So let's talk about it. I'm actually going to start off by asking a question. Where did the Grammys get its name? I've been wondering this for a while. I'm answering it. And this is also term time. This is term time, everybody. Very cool, very cool. According to Britannica, the name Grammy is a homage to the gramophone and its revolutionary impact on the music industry. Here's term time. A gramophone, which is a noun, is an antique record player. And the sound of a vibrating needle is amplified acoustically. Yay, today's term time. Woohoo! So basically, it's just a very early 20th century record player. And it is in the, the shape of a gramophone is the shape of the award that the winners of the Grammys get. So now that we have that squared away, who won? So Megan Thee Stallion, you probably know her from her controversial song with Cardi B. Um, well, you know, you all know what I'm talking about. Megan Thee Stallion swept the Grammy. She took home three awards, which is really impressive. She got Best New Artist um, for the Savage remix of Beyonce. She got Best Rap Song and Best Rap Performance. All very impressive. So go, Megan. Um, next up, Billie Eilish won Record of the Year, which is the biggest category. That's the most, you know, most prestigious award at the Grammys. She was awarded Record of the Year for Everything I Wanted. And actually, in her acceptance speech, she gushed over Megan Thee Stallion. And some are saying that she did this because she felt guilty for winning this award. She actually told Megan, you deserve this in her acceptance speech. And it's been linked in some things to... um her feeling guilty because she's white and she got the award. It's really unknown, of course, since we don't know what goes on in Billy's brain, but that's the speculation I've seen on the New York Times. Um, okay, next up, album of the year. We have Taylor Swift's Amazing Folklore. New York Times marked it as the quote-unquote best use of quarantine time in the article The Best and Worst of the 2021 Grammys. And the best pop solo performance goes to Harry Styles' Watermelon Sugar. And the best pop duo slash group performance goes to Rain On Me, Ariana Grande, and Lady Gaga. All of them deserve it so much. 
an amazing group of winners. And of course, I need to give props to some people. So props to Harry Styles, Feather Boa. Now, I don't love Harry Styles and I don't care much for him. I have expressed and I do enjoy his music. Um, But during the series of the opening performances, Harry Styles sang Watermelon Sugar and wore a green feather boa. It was definitely a fashion statement and an overall iconic fashion moment. Speaking of Harry, there has also been a photo circulating around the internet of Harry and Lizzo posing for some cute pics at the Grammys. The only way to explain it is iconic. To, you know, overusing the word iconic, but the only way to explain it is iconic, like I said. Okay, moving on. Dua Lipa, who I really like. Dua Lipa was nominated for Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Pop Solo Performance, and Best Pop Vocal Album, which he won. So, yay, Dua Lipa. Okay, last, but definitely not least, we have Beyonce. Queen Beyonce. Not only has Beyonce broken Grammy history by being the most nominated female artist with 79 career nominations, but she has now been crowned the most awarded woman in Grammy history with 28 wins this year. One of her awards she won was Best R&B Performance for her song Black Parade. Truly incredible. When she got this, when she broke this record this this past Sunday, I mean, that's a huge thing. That's wow. I personally, Beyonce, um, like I, I feel like she's speaking of millennials. I feel like she's kind of more of a millennial artist. She doesn't come out with many hits in my lifetime, but of course, because she's so famous and so amazing and has broken so many records, I do know, I do know a good amount of her songs and I'm really happy for her. She totally deserves this. So that's all I have for the Grammys today. You know... Award season is definitely here. Golden Globes already happened. Oscar noms came out. Um, Probably do an episode on Oscar nominations soon. So all very exciting. But yeah, love the Grammys. I love the performances. It was a great show. That is actually all I have for today. So thank you all for listening to today's podcast. And I hope you enjoyed it. Please, if you want, follow, subscribe, download, tell a friend, really anything works. Anywho, love you all. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Young Satire Pod and have an amazing Friday or really just an amazing day or night or afternoon or morning, whatever it is. Bye.